0: Welcome to Inside the Vault, Enterprise Bank's podcast series where we talk about items of interest to the small business community. Today we're going to hear another unique entrepreneurial story and talk about a, uh, a growing uh, and interesting sport and industry, which is, is the sport of climbing and particularly indoor climbing uh, and climbing facilities. With me today is Alex Bernstein, who is the CEO of Ascend Climbing. Welcome, Alex. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Sure, sure. Um, so probably the best place to start uh, before we start talking about climbing and, and Ascend is uh, give us a little bit of your background, Alex, and and, and some of your other partners that you have in, in building this uh, indoor climbing conglomerate at this point
1: <laughs> yeah it's
0: kind of an enterprise yeah. um no uh bank pun intended right uh,
1: here we are at enterprise um and <laughs> enterprise studios um yeah so i'm um i'm a pittsburger grew up in squirrel hill um i've got two partners paul and aaron um who are essentially Pittsburghers at this point they've yeah. you know they've lived in the city for uh over a decade each And, um, but Paul's originally from Rochester, New York, Aaron's from, uh, outside of Pittsburgh, but, um, you know, we're three Pittsburghers who all were recreational climbers, um, who came together with the idea of bringing modern indoor rock climbing to the city of Pittsburgh and the region. Um, and here we are 10, 10 plus years later with,
0: uh, yeah. So you and I were just talking, I guess you really envisioned this idea, you know, back in a decade ago, right? Yeah, I think I approached Paul
1: in 2011. Okay. So it's been, you know, to at least 12 years since yeah. kind of we first started talking about this. But, um, you know, Ascend has only been truly in public existence since the beginning of 2017 when we opened the the Southside gym. Yeah. Thanks to you all.
0: <laughs> so um, before we get into the history of Ascend, uh, you know, what was the stat the status of the sport in the industry back in, let's say 12 years ago when you guys first envisioned this versus now? I mean, um, we'll,
1: we'll obviously get there in the conversation, but so much has changed in a decade in indoor climbing and in 2011 specifically, you know, there was, um, there didn't seem like there was going to be a chance that modern climbing was coming to Pittsburgh unless somebody really grabbed that bull by the horns and made it happen. Um, You know, it wasn't something that was venture fund backed. There was no private equity in the climbing industry at that point. And it was like, you're either an established operator and you're expanding in your market or, you know, you're the, you're us who took a chance on this thing and wanted to make it happen. Um, So we, you know, 2011, Pittsburgh didn't have what we ended up building and we knew it would love it and it deserved it. And so, you know, we took the chance on it and... I think it was a a good risk to
0: take. So did we, (laughs) because, you know, when uh, and I'm not going to use the word old, but when I have a bunch of seasoned um, folks on my loan committee here at the bank who, uh, other than maybe watching out west guys (laughs) climb climb the sides of mountains, um, had no familiarity with the whole concept of indoor climbing. That was an interesting discussion. That was a, that was an interesting discussion.
1: I would have liked to be a fly on the wall for that. I'm <laughs> glad that the the result was great, and you know, there's obviously some stakeholders in there that you know helped really make this happen for us. But right. um, thanks for uh, convincing them to take a chance on us.
0: No, and uh, you know, uh, you guys have obviously proven yourself. So let's let's kind of start with the first facility. So uh, you talk about your you know the evolution of your south side facility. Yeah, the.
1: Um, the South side, which if, if you haven't been there yet, not you, but you know, you out there, um, (laughs) you know, please, uh, you know, pay, pay us a visit, but it's on the second floor of what used to be the Duquesne brewery, um, on the South side near that giant clock tower that I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've all seen. And, you know, it wasn't the dream space. Um, it was a very cool space, but we wanted 50 foot high rope walls and, you know, we (laughs) wanted everything under the sun, but finding that magical building, for first time business owners and with our budget just wasn't possible, but we came across this building and it was very unique. I mean, the windows in this space that overlooked downtown, like it ticks a lot of boxes except for Mm -hmm. super high ceilings. Um, So we took a chance on it. And um, as the first modern climbing gym in Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh had some of the oldest, you know, two of the first climbing gyms in the country were in Pittsburgh. That's
0: interesting. I'm surprised that they hear that Pittsburgh was kind of a birthplace for some of this stuff.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I would do the history of it a disservice and, yeah. you know, there are, you know, there are more seasoned climbers in Pittsburgh that know that history a little bit better. Um, they paved the way for this for sure. And like, I'm eternally grateful that they took this chance in the early nineties and, you know, built these gyms and created a climbing community here. Um, it created a good foundation for us to come in and, you know, do our thing. Um, but yeah, the Southside, um, you know, it was a a labor of love over about a six year period. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, we got open in March, 2017 with really what every Ascend offers, which is, you know, ropes and bouldering. Yeah. Talk
0: about the different offerings. Let's talk about Southside first.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, Truly every gym essentially has the same offering, but, you know, we, as our, as our name and logo says, yeah. climbing, fitness, yoga, you know, we think those three things are the the pillars of Ascend. Um, and so climbing comes in different disciplines. There's bouldering, there's no ropes involved in that. And you're just climbing over these big mattresses, essentially. It's way more technical than that, but, you know, I'll keep, I'll try to keep it simple. Um, then there's top roping where there's a rope at the top of the wall, you know you're you're my climber I'm your belayer I keep you safe the whole way up there um and then there's sport climbing where you actually take the rope up with you and it's a little more exciting still safe um <laughs> and that's something that we are finally able to offer with our Point Breeze facility and uh our Erie facility which just opened yeah but Southside's got it's got the fitness areas and cardio equipment it's got yoga it's got youth programming we have a retail shop we've got concessions items we've got locker rooms you know so it's an experience totally
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. who, I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, ki- you have some kids activities. So what's the spectrum of the demographic of who climbs these days? I
1: mean, it's, um, so I'm 37 and I'm starting to feel old, uh, <laughs> when I walk, you know, walk into the gym in the evening, but, um, it's really, you know, I would say like college age to young professional is the the core demographic, but, it is a very fast growing sport for kids in terms of the, um, the competitive landscape. USA climbing has been doing a really awesome job over the last decade of creating, you know, a, a youth competition circuit. And we've hosted a bunch of competitions under their, um, under their umbrella that are, you know, awesome experiences for the kids. They're really well, um, they're well designed, you know, they're, they're working with, you know, the right professionals to make sure that, you know, kids aren't being put under extreme pressures and things like that kind of within their age brackets. But, um, you know, just like everybody played soccer when I was a kid, there's a lot of kids who, you know, who are climbing these days instead of doing something more traditional like that. Um, so yeah, youth teams, we've got summer camps. Um, we try to do some mini camps throughout the year during some school holidays. And, you know, it's, it's for kids just as much as it's for you and for me. Right. Um,
0: So getting off the business perspective for a second. So how do I get started in climbing? I mean, what's the typical evolution of somebody getting involved in the sport? You know, there's, there's really
1: awesome like word of mouth that comes from climbing. So, you know, our best marketers are our members who, you know, have committed to visiting us a handful of times per month. They obviously love it and they, grab their friends and say, Hey, come on down, come climb with me. Um, so often people's entry into climbing is through a friend of theirs or a family member who already does it, right. but it's truly for everybody. And if you went to our website and checked yeah. out our hours and our offerings and came in for the first time, our team is there to, you know, walk you through, we're not going to you know put you through a one and a half hour boot camp on right. your first day, but we walk you through the facility. We point everything out. We give you some basic tips for bouldering, And, you know, we want you to, you know, we understand that this is new. It could be scary. It's definitely exciting. Yeah. Um, And we want you to have a good time on your first day, but we'll take care of you when you walk in the door.
0: And it's for all fitness levels. Anybody can get started. Totally.
1: Yeah. And if, I mean, if you're super fit, you still might not have the hand strength that a climber That's what's amazing to
0: me is is the forearm and the hand strength.
1: So most people, you know, we typically say that an average customer visit is around two hours your first visit might be 30 minutes. Okay. I mean, your, your skin, you got to build up some calluses. You got to, you know, work on that hand strength. Right. We want you to be able to actually like hold the steering wheel on the way home. So, you know, take it easy your first time, but, um, hopefully you get the bug when yeah. you, when you walk in the door, like we did.
0: So who, how did you find the walls or build the walls? I mean, how did you make that happen? Cause that's the most unique part of the, uh, of your construction of your project.
1: Yeah. And it's a big, you know, it's a, it's a big line item. Yeah. And it's a big, you know, um, it's a big bit of engineering and yeah. design as well. I mean, when Paul and I, even before Aaron, cause Aaron joined on just a hair later, yeah. you know, we were, we had a very low budget and we were like, we'll get some friends, we'll get some hammers, we'll get some plywood. We can make this thing happen. Kind of little did we know there are professional wall building companies that do this, you know, that this is what they do. And so we ended up getting linked up with a company called Walltopia, based out of Bulgaria. But their U.S. headquarters uh, of all places ended up in Pittsburgh through happenstance. <laughs> um, and so we worked with them to build yeah. the, the south side location. And, you know, you work with a design team to make sure all the angles and all the boulders and all the walls, you know, do what we need them to do. Um, yeah they're big pieces of art as much as their functional fitness equipment and so you yeah. want them to look good um and then their team you know erects them on site and you end up with climbing walls and yeah if you ever get a chance to look behind a climbing wall it's pretty cool most people don't get to see that that angle but there's a lot that goes into it it's not just yeah. you know
0: some wood so in the in the flagship original Southside location what what wall heights do you have in there um the rope wall only goes up to about 24 feet Okay.
1: Um and so that, like I said, the space wasn't you know right. the the dream space, right? Um, but we now have in Point Breeze forty two foot high walls. Well,
0: that's that's a great segue. So and
1: Erie's got fifty two, so <laughs> it just keeps going up.
0: Yeah. So um, you parlayed your success in in Southside into um, a couple other locations, yep, uh, and then we'll get to Erie, which is the latest and greatest. But both. Another one in in and around the city, and one in Ohio, right? Correct. Yeah,
1: we um, November 2019, we acquired a facility out in Youngstown, Ohio, um, and it's it's a different type of facility. It's a lot smaller. Like mo- uh, our three flagship facilities are twenty seven thousand square feet each, roughly. Um, the one in Youngstown is ten. So okay. it's you know well that was a, one you just
0: acquired as a exactly. exact concern okay
1: um and then you know acquiring a business in November of 2019 <laughs> four, mo- four months later you know some new yeah. challenges were tossed our way so it's yeah. been um it's been a tough go out in Youngstown it's not you know the same yeah. urban market like we're used to um but then yeah in November uh, November is an auspicious month for us it turns out uh, <laughs> November of 2022 we opened up the Point Breeze facility on the other side of Pittsburgh. So, and
0: you had a little more uh, to work with there, right? In terms yeah. of construction. So, talk about you know what that facility has to offer, and 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 what you guys did there.
1: Yeah, so we um, we got linked up with our landlord slash developer who was um, had acquired and was redoing um, a bunch of buildings in a development called Rockwell Park. And something that's always been really interesting to us is reusing existing infrastructure as opposed to building new. I mean, Pittsburgh has such cool old right. buildings. Like there's, you know, we have our, our floor on the South side is brick and we're on the second floor <laughs> of a, a building that's built like a bomb shelter. And it's very aesthetically interesting. Right. And it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, ultimately, um, Rockwell park was another opportunity for us to reuse that infrastructure and, you know, meld these new, beautiful climbing walls with old steel columns that were already in the space and exterior brick walls. And it looks really nice. You got to
0: go a little higher in that facility, right? Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: finally, you know, it took us, you know, however many years, but we finally convinced somebody to raise the roof for us. And (laughs) our landlord bumped up the roof for us up to 42 feet. And, um, we were finally able to get tall rope walls in the city, which was a, a, a long dream of ours. Um,
0: and you also still have bouldering in Point Breeze, right? We do. We do have
1: bouldering in Point Breeze. We've <laughs> got taller walls. We've got a yoga studio. We've got a fitness area. Really the same, you know, the same menu of offerings right. over there as the south side, but with taller walls, which is yeah. exciting.
0: And the way that your business is set up, your members can use correct yes. either facility or any of the facilities, right?
1: Yeah, yeah we've got a global membership. Um, and that's, you know, something that really sets us apart from the competition in Pittsburgh is that we've got two facilities that you can make, you know, use of your membership at, um, and they're, you know, we try to have a similar, the, the ascend community vibe. We'd like to be, you know, generally the same like at a all barana. of our gyms. Yeah, yeah. But not in a, you know, not in a stuffy way, right. but just right. in a, like, you know, we have, certain mottos that we live by and we want all of our facilities to achieve that baseline, (laughs) you you know, are like, you know, we want to be, we want to be a top employer. We want to be a a community hub. We want to be, um, you know, a a bastion of, um, you know, modern fitness and, uh, socializing and all, all of the things. And, you know, we, we want to be very welcoming. We're not, you know, we're, we're not excluding anybody. We want to be very inclusive, So I just, you know, we want to have that baseline everywhere we go. Um, but there's a little bit of a different, you know, the South side might be a, you know, a bit more student heavy than Mm -hmm. Point Breeze, which might have more families. It's not necessarily true and different days of the week are all different, but, um, you know, it's cool that people can have this one membership and check out both facilities, climb ropes on a Saturday over in Point Breeze and, you know, boulder with their friends on Tuesday night in the South side. It's, it's fun.
0: And and you've told me offline that, you know, one of the major keys to your success are, is your employee base. Absolutely. And that they're all pretty much stoked climbers. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's amazing. They just love
0: the sport. Yeah. yeah. I think,
1: um, you know, I've always I'm sure like prior to Ascend, I worked in the meat department at Whole Foods. I worked in a bike <laughs> shop in high school. I worked in the dining hall right. at, uh, you know, when I was at the university. And, you know, a job's a job and yeah. it, it both is fulfilling because you get a paycheck and you get to learn some new stuff, but it also kind of sucks because yeah. it's a job, like right. jobs are not inherently right. fun. So, uh, you know, I get when I say like working for us is fun,
0: Yeah,
1: it doesn't, it, it doesn't <laughs> capture a hundred percent of the picture, but I do think we have a really unique environment to work in and I've always tried to instill in, you know, my coworkers and our, our team make the most of it while you're here. Like, you know, learn something new about your coworker or learn a new rope skill yeah. or, you know, really anything. Don't just come here for a paycheck, come here to, you know, to meet people, to engage and to learn. Um, I, re- I think that encompasses most of our staff, honestly. And, um, you know, people have enjoyed being in this, you know, retail meets service job, yeah. you know, service industry job. Um, so I think, I think we figured something out you know there's always room for improvement i'm not gonna say we're perfect but um
0: so let's let's jump to the to the latest and greatest yeah um you went up north we did go north so um erie pennsylvania um you guys just opened a first class um probably had the greatest influence on design up there right um a little bit i mean we um so we
1: got approached by the erie downtown development corporation four years ago at this point. And you know, they were looking for uh, an anchor tenant to help with a lot of their new redevelopment in downtown Erie, which downtown Erie is going through a renaissance right now in an awesome way. I've never, I've been to Erie a bunch in in the last decade. Place is lovely. Like when this, obviously when it's very snowy and cold, um, (laughs) people are a little sad up there. And that's why we opened up an indoor recreation facility (laughs) first and foremost. Um, but it's a, it's a really lovely town and everybody up there is just extremely welcoming. I mean, it's not too dissimilar from Pittsburgh. We get a very similar vibe. Um, but EDDC approached us and said, Hey, t- you know, take a chance on Erie with us. And it made sense. You know, it's a, a an open market, uh, a place that doesn't have a lot of indoor family oriented recreation or really just, you know, but indoor- a lot of
0: your target demographic students.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're one block away from Gannon. Like that's, you know, that's a huge market for us. Um, and you know, Erie insurance is two blocks away and they've got thousands of employees. Like there's, there are people that will appreciate us being part of the fabric of downtown. And I think if you
0: really want, you can live above the climbing gym, right? Yeah.
1: There's 30 (laughs) 30 apartments right upstairs. We, We tried to score a free apartment, but, uh, that was, that was shot down, uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, you know, it's, uh, we've always been eager to bring climbing to people. Like w- it changed our lives. I, I, I'm a very recreational climber, but when I climb, I feel so good mentally, physically. It just is a,
0: a rush for you. I don't, not yeah. even a
1: rush, but it's like, it's almost meditative in a lot of ways. And it's meditative while getting fit. So like, how can you, mm-hmm. how can you hate that? Right. Um, and so access to climbing, you know, these are multimillion dollar facilities. They're not just going to open up anywhere. Right. And that excludes some people there, you know, you're not just going to be able to pop one up anywhere in, you know, any part of Pittsburgh. It has right. to be intentional. Um, and so with point breeze and Erie, we really had some good opportunities to engage, you know, parts of these parts of these regions really that otherwise wouldn't get a chance to experience climbing. And, um, you know, not that I'm like, I'm not trying to be too, you know, putting us on some weird pedestal, yeah. (laughs) but you know, I think, I think we can have a really cool impact. And, um,
0: so Erie's really brand new, right? You just opened last month, brand new, and you got ultra high walls up there, right?
1: Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I've climbed on, you know, hundred, yeah hundred plus foot walls outside. It's 52 feet. And, you know, my, <laughs> my stomach, when I'm at the top of those walls, there's a little bit of a, oh. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's awesome, but it's, you know, it reminds you that, um, you know, height is a thing.
0: So. And it's a full service gym too with all the other amenities like you have in Point Breeze yeah. and Southside, right?
1: Yeah, still building out the yoga program. Um, we've got a couple of instructors right out of the gate, but we're, you know, I think when we opened up at the Southside gym, we had like 40 classes a week and yeah. it was, we probably did too much too early. So we're trying to be a bit more intentional with rolling out programming, but um, we've got a yoga studio. We've got a fitness area that we're, you know, still working to just add add stuff to that we know the people need um, and want but the climbing areas are 100% and um so far so good I think people, I think people are really enjoying it positive feedback so far
0: yeah for uh, for those in our listening or viewing audience i you know i uh get up to Erie fairly often for for bank uh activity up there amazing what they're what they're doing downtown there's a lot of money gone into uh, the state street corridor right right i think
1: like a half billion yeah, is what has generally been invested so far, not just by our landlord, yeah. but, you know, other groups as well. And it's cool.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool bars, restaurants, coffee yeah. shops, different things opening up. You guys are pretty handy to to the Bayfront, handy to the um, the hockey and uh, baseball facilities. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. So. We've got four locations now, Um <laughs> What does the what does the future look like for Ascend? That's the
1: multi million dollar question. <laughs> obviously, um, you know I think right now my mentality at this moment is you know twenty twenty four we're going to focus on ourselves and we're going to focus within and we've got some reinvestment to do in some of our facilities and you know we've got some fine tuning and pruning to do as well. Um, you know we've always said you know, we're not here. I don't think we're here to be a national chain. Like that's a bit, that's a tall order. And for a couple of, you know, for a few guys that wanted to build a climbing gym in their hometown, um, you know, national ambitions feel, um, counter to our strategic objectives, but regionally, you know, I would love to, to be, and continue to be, you know, the premier climbing operator in Western PA, Eastern Ohio. Um, so I think, you know, we're, we're never going to stop looking for growth opportunities, but we also are going to spend some more time just exploring internal growth opportunities and making sure that we're making smart choices for us, for our investors, for our employees, for our community. Um, and smart choices aren't always, you know, go spend a few million bucks and open up another gym. Right. So, um, you know, we're, I think we're taking a little breather after Erie. This has been two years almost to the day, you know, early November opening when up When you the started gym.
0: construction, yeah.
1: So uh, kind of looking looking forward to a little breather yeah. and uh, fo- focusing within.
0: Well, you guys are making a huge economic impact yourselves, not just through your customers. But, I mean, what's your total employee of across the facilities?
1: Oof, I think we're trying to uh, – as the guy who approves the payroll reports, <laughs> I, I think we just wrote – in this last pay period, just under 150 individual checks. Awesome. So, um, and that's, you know, not everybody necessarily right. works every You have week. some part-timers. Exactly. Um, so we're definitely, we're getting close to that 50 FTE, uh, <laughs> threshold, which is, uh, awesome for, uh, you know, health insurance, uh, requirements. I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, we've grown. There's a there's a lot of people in in the mix and it's um it's inspiring and also a little scary at times. Uh, kinda, right. Kind of what uh what that economic impact is. Right.
0: So across the four facilities, you offer memberships, right? Yep. Day passes, right? Yep. Um, and then you do a lot of events too, right? Yeah. I mean, anything from, you know, do
1: you want to host your kid's birthday party to, um, you know, a regional competition that you can participate in or spectate? Um, you know, we just, we try to engage the community from all different angles. And I think, you know, we've always got some room for improvement in terms of some of those pillars and, you know, how to, how to do the right yoga events versus fitness versus climbing. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, you know, we're trying to, we want to make use of our spaces, all the hours, uh, of the week that we are open yeah. and, um, you know, engaging the public schools on a Tuesday afternoon is an awesome way to do that. Or hosting an adaptive climbing event on a weekend morning to get folks who otherwise wouldn't have a chance to climb, um, into the sport. That's awesome. Um, so we're, we probably do too much, Dave. <laughs> um, our, our team sometimes thinks we do yeah. too much, but it's and, and, in our DNA.
0: I, I didn't ask you this in advance, so maybe you don't know the number right off the top of your head, but I mean, how many how many members or how many people do you guys touch? I know you have a huge database.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're um I, I probably wouldn't share our exact membership right. number. Some of you know I guess some, some some <laughs> some things are a little proprietary, I get it. but um, you know, we we almost doubled our membership in Pittsburgh when we opened up the Point Breeze Gym, which yeah you know, mission almost accomplished. Yeah, because, I mean,
0: of, the only, you know, we talked about when you did it, are you going to cannibalize one for the other? And that hasn't happened.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, we've definitely seen, you know, folks right. kind of switch home right. gyms, if you will. Um, but we're, you know, on a monthly basis across all gyms, we're talking about tens of thousands of customer visits. Wow. Just, you know, not yeah. necessarily unique right. people, but just, you know, how visits. many check-ins yeah. we've got. Um, and it's pretty cool. So, um, you know, most days I'm like, I have all this work to do and I have to remind myself of, you know, this work leads to this really exciting impact and, you know, people having a great time in our facilities, right? We're we're doing it for a reason. It's not just a paycheck.
0: So, you know, 12 years from inception of the idea, um, coming up on seven years of actual operations, What kind of advice do you have for other aspiring or existing entrepreneurs? What's the biggest lessons you've learned in this process?
1: Um, Have partners, you know, obviously it's different for every business type, but, you know, I could not do this without my partners. I would, I would have lost my mind. My wife would have uh, probably divorced me and said, (laughs) you know, there's not enough time, Um, you know, just having that redundancy, be able to take a vacation, um, you know. Uh, when you see sole proprietors who haven't taken a vacation in three years, like that's got to, that's got to wear you down to a point that's not sustainable. Um, so having partners has been huge, um, take chances. I mean, uh, I'm the son of a bankruptcy attorney. And so (laughs) I learned very early on, you know, the bankruptcy code was written to let people take chances and to give you you know, not a get out of jail free card by any means, but, you know, you can't have, you can't have entrepreneurial spirit when the only outcome is like total failure and never being able to start over again. Like we have, you know, checks and balances in the system that let you, you know, let you take chances. And, um, I think those things are really, you know, those things are really helpful, but take, take a chance and give it your all. Um, you know, I think there's been a lot of people over the years who've come to us and said, Hey, we, you know, we read your story in the climbing business journal, or we saw this article about you. We, you know, we're thinking about opening up a gym. 99% of those people never get to that finish line. The 1% that do, um, I'm very proud of, and I'm very excited that they've joined that business community. But, um, you know, I think those people are a testament to like, you know, it's, it is not for everybody. I will say that. Right. Um, but take that if you're excited about taking that chance and you've got the the fortitude to do it, go for it. The, the downsides are, are limited in my opinion.
0: Well, and really, the upsides are huge. Yeah. So. Well, you made a believer out of, out <laughs> of our loan committee and board, um, and you know, great success you've had so far and looking forward to the future. So how can our viewers and listeners, um, Find your facilities, learn more about Ascend, sure. um, and get involved.
1: Yeah. Um, easiest way, you know, go- Google Ascend Climbing, <laughs> um, but ascendclimbing.com is our website. Um, that's got all of the information that you could possibly imagine. Um, pick up the phone and call our teams. Our you guys are
0: active on social media too, right? Very active. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Instagram, Facebook, um, I don't know if we're doing that much on Twitter these days. Yeah. Um TikTok, we're starting to get uh, right. get a little well, more. You guys are on. set up
0: blossom awesome for TikTok.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you 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 can't miss us. Right. Um, but you know, come in and try it out. We you get free rental gear on your first day. So, you know, that makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, we just rolled out some additional family pricing um to make it a bit more affordable for family visits, which was some feedback that we were hearing.
0: Really appreciate great story. Really unique sport and industry, continues to grow. Uh, thank you for your relationship with the bank. Heck yeah! Um, for those of you uh, that have any ideas for future episodes of Inside the Vault, you can email us at insidethevault at enterprisebankpgh.com. You can check us out in audio format on all the major podcast platforms and in video format on YouTube. Alex, thank you very much.
1: Thanks Dave. I uh, you're you're welcome and thank you. It was good to see you and
0: catch up for a few. Um.